0: I just met you, and this is crazy, but here's my number. So call me, maybe. Hello, and welcome to the next exciting episode of Matt and Todd. Go to the movies. Take two for this current episode because I didn't turn my mic on for the last episode, but luckily, we saw that right away. Uh, this is the podcast where Matt and Todd watch a Netflix top 10 movie, not a show. We're not there yet if we ever get there. And then we talk about it, record it, you all listen to it, and hopefully everyone is feeling all feng shui about the matter. I am Todd Domer.
1: And I'm Matt Malloy, and yes, welcome to another exciting episode. Uh, Today we're going to be reviewing a a Netflix movie that just came out. It's called To All the Boys, Always and Forever. Yes. Uh, This is... The third To All The Boys movie, uh, in the trilogy of To All The Boys movies. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So.
0: Certainly our new system of movies shot us in the foot with this one. Yes. Not that I'm, uh, not that I'm totally against it, but watching the third movie in a trilogy without any backstory for the, the first two, uh. Made it for an interesting view for me.
1: Yes. Well. Uh, so. Yeah. No one's in this movie except for the people who have been in all three movies, which yes. I think they have the entire cast uh, back for every uh, each of the three movies. Um, Seems but, like it. But no one, no one famous is in it. The main characters. Uh, Played by Lena Condor, and the other main character is played by Noah Centineo. Yeah,
0: I've seen the dad and other things, but to me, he's just generic dad number four. Like, yeah. there's nothing, <laughs> nothing to separate him from any other. I don't know, teeny movie dad.
1: Yeah. So. So yeah. So. Uh, no one's in it. What's the movie about? Well, it's a teen, uh, I'll say it's a teen coming-of-age story. Um, so just to give you a little bit of backstory about what the the premise of this, this trilogy is, in the first movie, Laura Jean, the main character, mm-hmm. uh, writes these letters to anyone that she has a crush on. Um, and then, through uh, comedic misfortune or evil on the part of her sister, her sister mails them to the people. Oh, boy. Which was never intended. So, that's what happens in the first movie. And one of the people that she sent a letter to is this guy, Peter, who is her boyfriend in this movie. Yes. So, so what's what happens? Well... Uh, there's a wedding, there's a prom, there's a senior trip, Mm -hmm. there's a family trip to Korea, which happens at the beginning. It's almost like a throwaway thing. Spring Um, break trip, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, basically, Laura Jean and her boyfriend, uh, Peter, are... Uh, have this plan about what they're going to do after high school. They're seniors in high school. They both want to go to Stanford University. Um, he's already gotten in, he's got a lacrosse scholarship. Boo, and, lacrosse, uh,
0: boo. Not a fan.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. You don't like it. <laughs> um, and so what ends up happening is she doesn't get into Stanford and he does. And so then it's like, well, what is she going to do instead? And uh, what does that mean for their relationship? And that gets carried out throughout the movie. And she eventually decides she's going to go to NYU, which is very far away from Stanford University. A whole country, a whole United States of America away. Mm-hmm. And uh, he doesn't take that real well initially, but... I won't spoil what happens at the very end, but... True. Uh, you know. So, I mean, that's kind of it. The other things that I mentioned are just kind of plot devices to have a teen movie, you know? Yeah, they're you just kind of the, there. The prom scene and the the dad getting remarried scene and the senior trip trip to New York City. Um, and I'm,
0: I'm assuming the dad started dating this woman in the second movie, which was probably a big plot point in the second movie.
1: It could be. I'm not too like, sure about that.
0: I would assume this whole thing starts with the dad and his three daughters, and the wife is dead. The wife yeah. is dead. We don't really know how, unless it's in the beginning, You know, first two movies, but she's right. not here. The whole right. point of the Seoul, Korea trip was because she was from Seoul, Korea, and they were going back to visit like and experience it, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. so.
0: We're we like connecting our own dots here sometimes.
1: Yeah, we <laughs> could do that. So uh, that's kind of it. It's it's classic teen coming of age story. What did you think of this guy? Uh, well, I just.
0: I mean, the movie's not for me, so I think, of course, we got to put that out there. Um, I did not watch the movie with, a, you know, a younger person present, so it was just me. And I was pretty miserable during this movie. <laughs> like, it just... Uh, I think it's hard because it's, it's a trilogy. It's the, the third movie, so, you know, I'm piecing stuff together. So it's, that's not the movie's fault. But certainly by the third movie of these people who are in high school a lot of them look like they're like 30 years old now and are supposed to be high schoolers. And I was not, that was hard for me. Like the boyfriend looks pretty grown up at this point, along with his other friends in school. Um, and that was a pretty big distraction for me because it looked like this 30 year old man was dating a woman who does look like she could be 17. And, uh, so, uh, Beyond that little distraction, um, fine acting in this movie, you know, like, the acting's fine. Like, I don't think it's truly anything special. I mean, I think the main character, um, Laura Jean, had to carry most of the movie, and I thought she did a pretty good job with that as the kind of narrator, and you're focused on her story with all these kind of side characters. So I thought she did fine, but in general, it's... I strongly dislike these movies, and there's a couple of reasons why. Specifically this movie. Um, I was in high school at one point. I've worked with high schoolers for a long time. And these movies, to me, never capture high schoolers, period. Like, they are... There's no 17-year-old boy who is in love with Oasis, like a, a, a band that is 20 years outside of that and really is a who-cares throwaway band. But yet this this uh, this guy, this boyfriend does love Oasis. He's trying to get his girlfriend to have their song be an Oasis song. And it's like these little weird, I don't know, things that are supposed to be played for laughs just are so weird to me. Like the, the teens are so unrelatable because they don't represent teens to me at all. Uh, they're all kooky and and weird, and not to say that teens can't be kooky and weird, I just don't think at all they capture a real teenager these days. Um, Except for the use of technology. That they do pretty well of, is that every teen at this point is pretty addicted to technology and has to be on their phones all the time and stuff like that. They capture that pretty well. But otherwise, it's just, I don't, they're just for these movies, the girl's always kooky and weird, the guy's probably a jock of some sort. This is such a paint by numbers movie to me that it was laughable. Um, and honestly, as a dad of a young daughter, pretty young, five and a half, if my daughter was of age to see this movie, I would not be a fan of her watching this movie because it's just ridiculous. Like this teenage high school, everlasting love, let's plan our lives together after college. Like, it, I, it's just all bad like i don't like it <laughs> but that's all personal issues with me movies fine if i if if you don't care if your young daughter or young son if someone wants to watch this movie in your family and you're okay with it then then go for it me personally i'm like these movies are trash not a fan i don't think younger kids should be watching this because it place it, 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 i think it places so much expectation them, Oh, why haven't I found the one in high school? Or why haven't I found true love in high school or whatever? When really like a small fraction of people find true love in high school. And I realize I'm talking to one of those guys because you married your high school sweetheart. But I feel like you guys are in the minority of that. Um, so, I don't know. I don't support this movie. I'm not going to suggest anyone watch it because I think it's... And maybe I'm taking this too far. I just think it's dangerous for high schoolers to watch this movie. It puts crazy expectations on, on their lives or, or expectations of what they think their lives should look like. I mean, there's so many plot devices that make these people's lives so easy. The dad's a doctor, so money's never an issue. They all have the newest, greatest stuff, and they can go on these trips that are extravagant. And money's never talked about. But the only thing that's talked about is that he's a doctor, so of course he can afford it. The 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 boyfriend is supposed to be the like son of a single mom because his dad left, I guess, when they were younger. But yeah, he drives around in like a super nice Jeep, not Cherokee, but some form of Jeep. Like, and money's never an issue for them. They're always eating out. They're always doing like, I don't know. There's just so unrealistic to me. Maybe I'm so out of touch with this high school generation, that maybe it's really like this, and I'm just the old cranky man talking about it now, but I didn't like this movie. I don't really support specifically my daughter ever watching movies like this, but so I'm not going to say, hey, you should cuddle up with your family and, and watch this movie. I just, I, I can't, I can't do that. Gosh, I'm frustrated. I worked myself up. Matt, how did you feel about this movie as a person who did marry their high school sweetheart?
1: Yes, well, uh, it might be a stretch to say that my wife was my high school sweetheart because we didn't start dating until after high school, but it was very shortly after high school. It was the summer after, so... All right, well, you
0: at least knew each other in high school.
1: We did, we did.
0: Okay, I'm counting So,
1: it.
0: Come at me, anyone count who disagrees.
1: Th- that's fine, you can count it. <laughs> um, so... I'm a big fan of teen coming of age movies. (laughs) Uh, You know, you have your classics, the clueless and, and 10 things I hate about you and um, various (sighs) others. And uh, this uh, falls right into the, that kind of category. I think clueless is a good comp to it. Um, True. Not that there's like a, a super love story in Clueless, but a, a minor one. But it comes around uh, in the end. It does, but that's not what the movie's about. Whereas this one is true. certainly about the relationship, almost, almost overall. Um Very but, true. But there is that kind of rich kids partying hard, playing hard, uh, yeah. in their their fancy cars and nice clothes and great shoes and going on trips to korea and new york city and all that stuff that that you'd see in in a movie like clueless so um i i think your points are valid about (laughs) sort of the dangers of of uh Taking love too seriously and, and planning your life um, with someone that you 're dating in high school for years to come down the down the line, um, I do think that 's unrealistic in some ways, but in other ways, I think in working with high school kids and being in high school, I knew several people who who did that. Who had that plan? Uh, not necessarily that it worked out, but they did, you know, when they were seniors in high school, they might have had the plan of like, oh, well, I'm dating this person and we're going to get married and we're going to do all this stuff and so on and so forth. Um, that I mean,
0: having a loose plan like that, whatever, you know, if you're fantasizing that you're going to marry the person you're with, that's fine. I more have a problem with the active idea of planning your life around it. Like, I'm going... And it doesn't necessarily work out for the couple in this movie when they do make a plan, which is a good thing, I think. I would absolutely hate this movie if everything went according to this pl- their plan. But then w- when they're like, oh, I'm going to go to Stanford. I got a scholarship to Stanford, so I have to go. Oh, okay, I'll plan my whole future around that. I'll go to Stanford, too, and we're going to make it... Like, that was very frustrating, but that didn't work out. So that's good, I guess. Yeah. Also, yeah. there's no teenager nowadays that references say anything as a movie anymore. Like, sure, it's iconic, and, and, and the John Cusack holding up the boombox thing is a pretty iconic scene, but uh, that bothered me, too. That's like a little subplot point of that movie being talked about, and then there is like a little radio thing... And it's just like, uh, again, another frustrating plot to me. But maybe, maybe I'm just a, a hardened heart, divorced guy at this point who doesn't believe in love. I mean, that's a possibility, I guess.
1: Well, well <laughs> I, and I, I think there's a couple things that this movie has, uh, a couple struggles that this movie has that are along those lines that are like. Well, the movies are based off of books which were not written like this year. They were written before. Sure. The yeah. first movie, I assume, which came out in 2018, so you've got like some some distance there time-wise, and then they're not written by high school uh, they're not written by a high school woman, they're written by an adult woman. Right. Um who's probably throwing back to her her days in the '90s, listening to Oasis and watching "Say Anything" movie, <laughs> and that's that's part of what we get in the in the in the screenwriting here. So, but uh,
0: you're such a nice guy, Matt. You're like trying to, <laughs> trying to to tame the big bad Todd and to tear down this movie. <laughs>
1: well i I'm not no, I agree with you that those are those are out of place. I'm just trying to provide context for why they might be yeah. um, And did you know in the flashback scene, Todd, the flashback scene to when uh, Peter and Laura Jean first met in middle school, the principal okay. is the writer of the books
0: I did not principal know that show. I... Never would have guessed that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Principal Cho is played by Jenny Han, who wrote these uh, To All the Boys books. Mm. Anywho. um, So, like I said, your points about the seriousness of the movie are valid. However, if you like teen movies and you uh, are willing to let go of the dangerous undertones... (laughs) you can uh, this is a fun movie to watch and you can enjoy it for what it is which is just a silly fun teen coming of age story Um, and that's how I took it Uh, and so I I was not as frustrated (laughs) I was not frustrated at all and I thought that this was a pretty good entry into the genre of of teen movie, um, for Sorry. me, so uh, I would say overall, if you like this genre of movie, uh, sure check it out. And I don't think you need to watch the other two movies you to to enjoy this one. Um, I think I I've heard that the first movie at least is not very uh, entertaining is just more, like, uh, silly and way over the top. Who have Whereas you heard that is... from, Matt?
0: Uh, Who's our your Our friend, source? Ed.
1: Our friend, Ed. Ah, uh, Ed.
0: Okay. Yes. But... Uh, yeah, uh, you're right. I mean, I think people can enjoy this movie. I just... I, I'm not one of them. Sure. But if you want to take the gamble, you know, that's your right to do as a person and a movie watcher.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think that people should get married or plan their lives at uh, 17 years old. I don't think that's that's a good path, <laughs> even though I got married when I was 20. Uh, <laughs> I I think, like you said, that has worked out great for me, but I don't think it works out great for most people who do it.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. So, Matt... How many strawberry pancakes would you give this movie, which, without watching the other movies and the, what you're given this movie, I'm assuming pancakes in general were a pretty big thing of the other movies. They have, a, they have the two, the couple has a pancake spot they go to a lot. Yeah. Typically, strawberries are somewhere in there.
1: Yeah, and whipped cream.
0: And whipped cream.
1: And Joan the zero Winkers. to
0: five. Yes.
1: Um, yeah. So. On a scale of zero to five strawberry pancakes, I'm going to give this 3.1. Um, with the caveat that, yes, I'm not the target audience for this movie. This is a, but, but within the I would argue genre, you,
0: are the ca- you are the audience for this movie. <laughs> People who do like <laughs> this genre of movies.
1: Yes. But I think the target audience is probably high school, uh, age early college age kids true so that's that's did i say it 3.1 3.1 3.1 you said it 3.1
0: strawberry pancakes yes Uh, um i think i'm gonna be i like trying to set aside all my frustrations and trying to respect the i don't know the the craft that went into making a movie i'm i'm going to try to give it a little something but i can't just completely disregard the things that i disliked about this movie that would be unfair uh unfair rating in my eyes so I don't i'm going to be should
1: set aside your frustrations your frustrations are true be true it's to true. yourself
0: i am going to be true to myself thank you matt I'm going to go 1.2. I think there was okay. some fine acting, and um, without I'm going to tiptoe this because I don't want to offend anyone, but one of the sisters did not look Korean, and it confused me if she the older sister, who's not as much in the movie as the two younger sisters, looked Margot. Margot did not look very Asian to me but maybe she was and I just it's just not as prominent They did have a white dad so I guess she got more Caucasian than Asian mm-hmm. so I'm at like a one I'm at a 1.2 I there's definitely some frustrations in this movie if this is your type of movie this genre this you know or you feel comfortable sitting with your 16 17 year old daughter and watching this or son and having. Some conversations after and be like, yeah, don't do that. Don't plan your life around someone else. Then go for it. Have a good family night. But make sure to have that conversation, I feel. So, yeah, that's me.
1: There you go. Well, that is going to put our rating at uh, Mm 2.15 strawberry pancakes out of 5. So, overall, not... Not very good. Um, but a little bit of a split decision. I yeah, say we were pretty like, far
0: apart. So
1: Yes. If you like teen coming-of-age stories, check it out. Otherwise, you can skip it. Sure. For all the reasons Todd said. So. Yeah. And um, I, there's,
0: there is a place in my life for those type of movies. And typically, that is when I'm on a date and the girl wants to watch those movies. Mm-hmm. I will say, sure, let's do it. So, whereas Matt and maybe our friend Ed would go out of their ways to watch these movies. Which I don't judge. Whatever makes you happy, you know? Yeah. You love what you love, and that makes you you.
1: Yes. I would not go out of my way to watch this movie, but since we were uh, scheduled to watch it by Netflix, I was happy with my time. Fair enough. So... Uh, I do have an update from our last podcast on the Academy Awards, Todd. Oh, nice. Yeah, we were we were speculating about the Academy Awards and were they going to happen this year and what was going on because usually, like, this weekend would be the weekend or next yeah. weekend. Um, and I did find out that they... Uh, They're happening, uh, I believe, in April this year. So So they they got pushed back a little bit. Yeah. And they uh, also extended the eligibility time, I think, through at least through January, maybe through February. Okay. Because typically the Academy Awards are for the whole year that precedes.
0: I thought I remember seeing like that that people were buzzing around Malcolm and Marie for some award or something. Yeah. And that would be a little after the typical cutoff. But I guess that makes sense. I mean, I would be frustrated, Matt, and I would want to raise hell if they had canceled them because there's still movies coming out. People are still watching them. You know, it's just not the old, big old movie theater Hollywood
1: movies. Right. So. Yeah, it's not. It's it's the big old Netflix and the big yeah, old Netflix, Amazon.
0: Prime, Hulu, like all, all those places are putting out movies. Disney. <clears throat> yes. So. so. Well, I'm scared to ask, but what's our next movie? Well. <clears throat> oh, oh I, I actually, for the first time ever, I wrote a note to myself of something I needed to say about this movie. And it's not. About the movie we just watched, and it's not—it's not about the movie per se. It's about the people who made the movie. Is that the com- one of the companies called Awesomeness Pictures? And I say boo to that! What a presumptuous thing to name your company Awesomeness Pictures! <laughs> I take serious, serious offense to that.
1: Well, wow. our podcast is named Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, Todd, and I think our names are both synonyms for awesomeness. In general, (laughs) so we might be right there in the same boat with our pretentious naming.
0: I gotta, I gotta open my eyes about these things. (laughs) You gotta stop being so close-minded.
1: Yes. Well, uh, so the next, the next movie we're gonna review, Todd, is called War Dogs. Mm. Seen it. Seen it. I have not seen seen it. it. Uh, which is
0: typically how these things shake out for us is that unless it's like an absolutely new movie I've seen it yeah because I had definitely have less of a life but wow. I'm always eager to see your opinion on movies
1: yeah so so war dogs it is it's uh, a little older five years ago 2016. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're listening,
0: a, you should watch it along with us. Let us know what you think about it once we post the episode.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to hear that kind of feedback. Always. So, well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, where we reviewed uh, To All the Boys, Always and Forever uh, a fine teen coming of age, frustrating, unrealistic, <laughs> unrealistic movie. <laughs> uh And uh thank you for listening to our podcast. We're going to keep making these because uh, we like it, but we like you listening to them too. So please keep doing that.
0: da 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 da
1: da